Welcome to the Sweet Spot, sponsored by Bunton, Etheridge, and Fowler Attorneys at Law. I'm your host, Corey Bradley. NFL Divisional Round playoffs are under full swing. My guy, Chris Liusi, as always, anytime we talk NFL, is here to join us. Chris, how you doing, bro? Hey, I'm doing well. Like It's playoff time, man. Yes, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm pumped for it. Uh, the miserable Colts season over with, I get to watch playoffs mm. stress-free. Yeah. I'm excited. How are you feeling? Man, yeah, like it's it's weird, like you know, like Pittsburgh didn't make it as well as you're talking about with your coats. Uh, so it's kind of like I said, stress free. You're not wondering and, and hoping you're gonna win this week. Now you do have certain teams to root for, as we all do, uh, but it doesn't have that same kind of emotional tie as your personal favorite mm-hmm. team. So, uh, man, before we dive into Saturday's games, let me get. Did you have a surprise from the wild card round? Does anybody shock you? Did anybody like, oh, they won? I didn't expect them to win. Did you have any surprises? Uh, well, I, I think my surprises would be how close yeah. uh, some of them were. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think most people, yourself included, I would imagine the the AFC games, the Bengals, mm-hmm. you know, very mm-hmm. close to losing against the Ravens, and same thing with the Bills and Miami. Really, both of them probably should have lost. Yeah, uh, yeah they should have. Honestly. Both. Yes. yes. And yes, they won. But that that was, I mean, that was okay. We kind of just thought they were, you know, I don't know. You didn't have to think about it. Like, oh yeah, those two are gonna win, and they mm-hmm, did. But mm-hmm. like, it, <laughs> it was not pretty, and it was very close. So I think those are my. If I can cheat a little bit, I think those are my surprises. That the Giants did not shock me, and then the you Niners did it. not shock me there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I told you I thought that one would be close. Yeah, you but did. They did pull it through. The Vikings will be Vikings until they prove otherwise, man. Uh, man, Jacksonville down twenty-seven to the Chargers, and 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 I know you said that you had that. That was your kind of one of your surprise upset yeah, pick. I, watch, like I watch. guess that is true. Yeah, yeah, I thought they would win. The way they won that was is definitely yeah. a surprise. <laughs> twenty-seven down. Trevor Lawrence throws four picks in a win. Like. Uh-huh. Who does that? How like how did Brandon Staley hold him to his job? I know they fired Joe Lombardi, offensive coordinator, but man, mm-hmm. Staley is just as uh, responsible. So. I've seen a stat that any time a team had a plus five turnover differential, they had won like 142 of the times, so wow. only lost four. Wow! And the Chargers found a way to be the fifth team to mm-hmm. lose that day. So, <laughs> that's so <tough>. <laughs> <laughs> Jacksonville four picks, Trevor Lawrence in that game. He can't do that this weekend against Kansas City. They throw. No. We throw four picks, they lose by four touchdowns. Like so, but they're going, they're going to Kansas City. You know, Patrick Mahomes is is that guy. He will win the MVP, and I know that's been your pick from the beginning. You know, Jalen Hurts getting yeah. hurt at the end and kind of sealed it for Mahomes. Uh, what's your thoughts on that game, man? What do you think? I, I think it's a, a tough one. I, I think you know we were talking beforehand about your Steelers and, and Tomlin. You know that you guys starting with the bad record mm-hmm. and y'all pulled through. You know gets another winning season. Well, the Jacks did the same thing, right? They're, they've, you know, looked not great to start the year, and then they've just been on this hot run and make the playoffs as a wild card. They go and win a playoff game, want mm-hmm. this crazy comeback. It's a miraculous story, and it's a story that I unfortunately think ends this Sunday. I just don't – or this Saturday. I don't think they have the – I just don't think it's their time. Yeah, I, yeah, I think the yeah. Chiefs are. That's a well-oiled machine over mm-hmm. there, man. They've been there and they know what they're doing. Mahomes, yeah. like, like just like you said, there's that margin of error, which is already margin for error is already small. There, mm-hmm. There's none against Kansas City. Yeah, 
Like if they like you said, if they go down four picks, that game's going to be over by halftime. Like there's just <laughs> I I like Peterson and Lawrence having you know the mentality to like hang in there, you know through that because I I mean young quarterbacks I'd probably break a lot young and veteran quarterback four yeah. picks goodness man in the playoffs dude man. I think it says a lot to them and that was against a good defense I know in the second half it doesn't suggest so. But, I mean, their offense couldn't stay on the field. So, I think that defense just got exhausted, the Chargers defense. But that, that wasn't a slouch defense. So, I don't no. know. I mean, I, you never know in the playoffs, <laughs> any any given Sunday or Saturday in this case. Uh, it's That's a tough one. I don't know. Do you see – I guess – do you do you think the Jaguars can – like, do you think they have a shot at all? Uh, no. And, 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 you know, like you said, they haven't been there. They don't have the experience. They're just a young team that, that kind of found the groove towards the last few games, six, seven games, and here they are, man. But going in Kansas City, and you know you think about it because the commentators and all the media, they, they hype it up. It's Trevor Lawrence against Patrick Mahomes. Like, no, it's Jacksonville mm-hmm. against Kansas City. But you know those yeah. quarterbacks do think about that. It's like, man, I'm going against Mahomes. If I don't score nearly every trip or at least move the ball oh, yeah. and, and flip the field – He's coming right back down and scoring, so I feel that their pressure QBs understand that, and so I th- I got Jacksonville losing. I got Kansas City advancing to the conference championship for sure. That's that's the pick. I'll be absolutely shocked if the Jags are the team one win away from Super Bowl. Like <laughs> that would absolutely blow my mind. Dude. Yeah, but hey, you, I mean, you never yeah, know. You never know. I mean, we've seen it happen before. That's yeah. It's why you play the game. Mm-hmm. I mean. You catch Mahomes and them on a bad day, catch the Jags on a good day. I mean, mm-hmm. it's all it takes. I, I am with you, though. I don't think it's their day. And, and for most of the reasons you say, I think the inexperience is a big, big part. You know how I feel about that yeah. with quarterbacks in the playoffs. So yeah. I think it's a big deal. But that said, I, I think it's if you're like a Jags fan, I mean, this is like you got to be st- uh, pretty stoked yeah. <laughs> with how this season has gone, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And this playoff experience is valuable. Yeah. Even if they go out and get their doors blown off. This Saturday, it's like they they get to see like okay, this is where we need to be. It is yeah. the level we need to be, mm-hmm. right? So I, I'm with you. I, I think the Chiefs take this one. I mean, if the Jags do it, then you know what, kudos to them. But I do think the, the Chiefs take this one, and I'm not sure if it'll even be close. But hey, kudos to Jacksonville even being there. <laughs> so so we both got the Chiefs taking that one over the Jags. The other Saturday game is New York Giants. Going to Philadelphia, their third matchup, and and any time these two franchises get together, anyways, is is huge deal. Like, mm-hmm. so this is third time in one year, and New York has a little confidence beating the Vikings. Like me and you, that's not a shock. We knew what Minnesota was all that year, deep, regardless the of their record. Is not good. <laughs> yeah, and 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 but the Giants have a little confidence. Like you go to Minnesota, win that game. You saw the excitement from the team from Brian Dayball. Philadelphia has been riding high. They're starting to get more healthy. Like, is is Jalen truly healthy? That's what I'm wondering. I hope yep. he is. And that's a big question. That's a big question because if he's not, then New York New York has a shot regardless because of this third matchup. And this is the franchise where, like I said, Philadelphia blew them out the first time. They beat them 48-22 to in New mm-hmm. York or in New Jersey. <laughs> but but <laughs> the second time, they only won 22-16. to So this is going to be an interesting matchup, man. I, I – I got I got Philly winning, you know, just because I feel like their defense is absolutely insane. The talent they have with Hurts and AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, like New York doesn't have the talent, nowhere near the talent that the yeah. Eagles do. 
And the Eagles have been riding high with Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator, Nick Sirianni, head coach. Like, this team is, is – they're legit. Like, nobody wants to see Philly if they're high and, mm. and, and running <laughs> with healthy players. So, um, but, man, you got to give a shout-out to New York. Daniel Jones, his, his week last – Last uh, Sunday against Minnesota, going 24-31, 301 yards. This dude had 17 carries. We forget how mobile Daniel He's Jones an athlete, is. man. Yeah. Dude had 17 carries, 78 yards. Saquon had like nine carries. Like, this, your quarterback, Daniel Jones, of all people. Not, <laughs> not, we, not talking Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson. We talking Daniel Jones with 17 carries in the game, and he, he was phenomenal, man. What's your thoughts on that game? I've given my pick, man, because I, I, I don't have to put too much thought into that one. But, man, what are your, <laughs> what, what's your take on uh, that game? Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to string you along. I do think the Eagles take it. Uh, that, that said, I mean – the Giants, I, I've said a, a while back, I thought Brian Daywall was a kind of dark horse mm-hmm. coach of the year. And kind of like what you said, that they're not that talented of a team. Yeah. Like compared to a playoff team, like if you look at, like, look at, Jesus, look at Philly, right? Hmm. Like compare these two teams hmm. and you, and there's a clear talent gap. And I think that's going to come to play this Sunday or this Saturday. But I'll say if there's ever a shot that the Giants could win, it's this one. It uh, hurts. How healthy is he? You know, the Giants' pass rush has been high lately. Dexter Lawrence is a yeah. force yeah. over there, right? And then and Thibodeau has been really good, mm-hmm. too. I mean, if there's a chance for them to, to pull out the upset, I think this is the best shot this is going to have. Because if they have, if Hurts isn't ready to go and he's not able to escape that pressure, well, then it's a game all it's of a sudden, game. right? Yeah. Uh, I think Philly's got, obviously, on paper, has the defense. But yeah. I, I just I can't say enough about like how much respect I have for for Brian Dayball and, and Kafka calling that offense. Mm-hmm. Like had the how well they've looked. I understand Minnesota is a bad defense, but in general, the fact that they're where they're at right now <laughs> with who did they have offensively, right? I mean Barkley's a stud, don't get me wrong. But they don't look like a playoff team. <laughs> Put it that not, way is all not at like, all, if you man. look at their players, like in the offseason I, I would assume most Giants fans are probably looking at this as almost just like a, a retooling year, a rebuilding year. Like their roster has a long way to go. Yeah. And yet there are where they are. That's uh, like you said, shout out to the Giants, shout out to Dayball for getting his team there. But I think Philly, even if Hertz isn't fully healthy, uh, Philly's just a juggernaut. I think that's, that's going to be a really tough one for New York. I do think Philly takes it. Hertz uh, gets his glorious return. Hopefully he's good to go. Hopefully he's yeah. healthy. Yeah. It's, even if you hate the Eagles, right? Uh, hmm. It just makes for a better watch. Hmm. I, I hope Jalen Hurts is healthy. And yeah, man, I, I think the Eagles take that one for sure. Yeah, man. And in the close of the segment, I just want to, like you said, piggyback off what you just said and about Brian Dayball. Like, like you said, he's been your dark horse for Coach of the Year. That one win last week over Minnesota may have done it for him, even though we had different opinions and both felt, you know, what Kyle Shanahan has done is. is oh, yeah, there's multiple oh deserving guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but man, when Dayball got hired in New York, I immediately thought, that's a New York hire. Like, like he looks like a Giants head coach. Like, he just has that build <laughs> and the ball head. Like, he looks like a New York Giants head coach. Like, like no nonsense is what we're going to do. I'm just he just fits the mold, so I'm not shocked at all what he's done in this first year because he just looks like a New York Giants head coach. So shout out to the Giants, Philly, 
and New York. We were both we both went two for two on that one. We both went Kansas City and Philly mm-hmm. on Saturday. Uh, when we come back, Chris and I will dive into Sunday's games, too, which seemed to be a little more interesting as far yeah. as the the matchups and the fanfare and the hype that's going to come up with these two games. So, we'll see if we agree over there. Oh, we uh, we gonna <laughs> we may go over two on both of those. I got a feeling. So, uh, guys, don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Many of us spend more time thinking about what's for dinner than thinking about retirement. But if you think your retirement deserves more attention, I can help. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Greg Wakefield. Stop by our office at 5630 West Main Street in Dothan. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Care Animal Center is a local business partner at The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Their goal has always been to assemble a team that is dedicated to providing quality veterinary services for their clients' pets. Care Animal Center offers surgical, dental, medical, and pet wellness programs for that furry member of the family. Their website is careanimal.net. Care Animal Center, 3454 West Main Street in Dothan, 334-794-6333. Welcome back to The Sweet Spot, sponsored by Bunton, Etheridge, and Fowler, Attorneys at Law. I'm your host, Corey Bradley, joined by my guy, Chris Liuzzi, as we take a look at the Sunday games. The Sunday games on tap for the divisional round this weekend in the NFL. Cincinnati, Buffalo, boy. Look, Mm -hmm. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, this is something that we're going to see this for years and years and years to come. And unfortunately, neither one of us are Bills or Bengals fans, so we don't. We're we're riding. With, I'm riding with Kenny Pickett. You're riding with who knows what the Colts will do in the draft, man. But this is a, a marquee matchup, and both teams are hungry. Both teams are are due. They're due for that next mm-hmm. step, and and they have to go through each other in the division round first to even have a chance, you know, to advance their Super Bowl and probably face Kansas City. Cincinnati Buffalo, man. Like we've talked, we've had previous conversations here in the sweet spot. And, you know, I gave my top three teams, you know, it kind of gave this is my contender, this is my number one team in the AFC, that was Kansas City. And I gave my reasons why Cincinnati was better than Buffalo because Buffalo had they haven't done it. And I said until they do it, I don't believe they can. And it's it's largely because for one, like Josh Allen has won me over. He he has won me over just like everybody else. And I know there was mm-hmm. I mean, Bills fans, I remember like it was yesterday they draft Josh Allen and and had a couple people in church like who Josh Allen? What are you doing? Like yeah. why this kid from Wyoming? Like yep. dude yep. didn't even make all conference and why and, and you know, it's just like Josh Allen has really become that dude, but but he is that gunslinger mentality where he takes he turns the ball over a lot in the red zone, and that's concerning for anybody, uh-huh. especially in close matchups. This dude had three turnovers against the Dolphins, two picks, one fumble. Ah, and Joe Burrow is just Joe Cool, and I'm rolling I'm rolling with Joe Cool, man. I'm still going to Bengals. I'm staying staying true to my picks. Staying true to my picks, I had Kansas City as the best team at Cincinnati number two. At Buffalo is that team that I'm not really sold on. Not saying I'm surprised that they do it, but until they do it, I'm rolling with the Bengals. What do you got, man? Uh, man, this game, I, I think this is the most game, interesting game. I, I think it's the most 50-50 game uh, for me. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. the Week 17 hype is back, right? I mean, these are two teams, like you said, they're two teams are like right at the cusp of like – being the top dog, like there's, mm-hmm. there's so close to taking that step. I mean, the Bengals obviously 
were a player two away from winning it last year. Like, and then the Bills, I mean, Josh Allen, and, uh, and gosh, a story it would be if they come back and make a run now, right? That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, my big concern, I'll go, ahead, I'll go ahead and say with this game, uh, is similar to last year with Cincinnati, actually, is their, their offensive line, I think, is a concern. Yeah. Uh, the injuries. So they, they spent the offseason as they should have, you know, trying to, to bolster that offensive line yep. and you know, going and getting in Lyle Collins, everything they made signings. They took it. They drafted a guy, Alex Kappa. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the last two or three weeks, they've lost three of those guys. Um, obviously Lyle Collins got hurt. Uh, Jonah Williams got hurt in the last mm-hmm. game. He may or may not play this game. I think that's pretty big. <laughs> and then Alex Kappa is probably not going to play. Um, so, just unfortunate for them right when they're needing to make a run right they're starting to the same issues they had last year starting to fall apart yeah that said uh i'm I'm gonna lean the Bengals anyway Mm. i'm with you and a big a big part of that is is joe cool man like you said he he faced this last year with a worse offensive line still got to the super bowl (laughs) he's done it they've been there they've done it and i'm not saying this is ideal and I, I'll be honest, if Von Miller was healthy, yeah, I, it yeah, might would be yeah. enough to swing me the other mm-hmm. way. Uh, the place that the Bengals still have a little bit of strength left is on the interior, which is good because that'll match up with it all over, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I think they can hang on. I, I think that that wide receiver trio and and Joe Burrow, I, I think it ends up being too much. And as much as I love Josh Allen, I actually feel the same exact way as you. I think. I think this is a game that's decided by like one costly turnover, and I just think Josh Allen is more likely to make that turnover than Joe yeah, Burrow is. Yeah, like, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty yeah. much where I fall. This is this is so close to a 50-50 mm-hmm. game for me. I mean, this is you're two of the best teams in the NFL. This is like almost like an early Super Bowl in a way. I mean, this is just I'm excited for it as a neutral fan. I'm just gonna sit back and hope for a good game. But I, I do think the Bengals. I think Burrow. I, like you, they've been there, and I think that's I think that means a lot here. I think they get it done. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Cincinnati will will find a way, and I love what you said. That's why I pointed out Josh Allen's turnover and how uh, turnover prone he is because he tries to do too much. Like he's having to wear that cape and be the superhero, and mm-hmm. I just think it, that's going to come back and bite him. You know, one of those fumbles at the goal line or just trying to do too much instead of. You know, going down and just living to see another play, the ball stripped out or something like that, or just he's on his way. He's on his way. He's Josh Allen. Like I'll take Josh Allen any day. I would, but his season and the Bills' season will definitely end Sunday. And I said definitely, so watch it be the opposite. Anyway, <laughs> Cincinnati. We both got the Bengals moving on to conference championship game. Uh-huh. Oh boy, this. So that's your most exciting game. You just let us know that's your most interesting game. To me, and anybody that knows me, the Niners, anytime the Niners, and they're playing the Dallas Cowboys, like, this 90s rivalry is renewed. Like, you you grew up San Francisco or Dallas, like, mo- in most cases. Like, you know, I had a Steve Young jersey. When the Niners got Deion Sanders, that was, like, the best thing ever, man. Like, I hated the Cowboys. Like, absolutely couldn't stand them. Aikman, Emmitt Smith, Michael Irvin, I can't stand Michael Irvin to this day. Like, but, man, this is a matchup. Where you got Dak Prescott coming off a five total touchdown game on a Monday night against Tampa Bay, get Tom Brady, three hundred five yards. Brock Purdy, three hundred thirty two yards, four total touchdowns. Like, is the Cowboys and Niners, bro? 
Man, tell me your thoughts on that, man, and I'm gonna finish it because y'all know where I'm going. So this ain't a surprise. No, forget that. I'm, I'm gonna flip this. I'm going San Francisco to win because you know I expect San Francisco to win. But the <laughs> Niners' talent is better overall than Dallas's. But the concern, the main concern for me is is Tony Pollard. His speed is such a game changing element. Like if he gets around the corner, mm-hmm. he's gone. Now, the Niners have one of the best rush defenses in the league. They're one of the best total defenses in the entire league in general. But, man, it's something about Tony Pollard. I, like, nobody else scares me. Zeke doesn't scare me. Stevie Lamb doesn't scare me. Uh, my guy Black, Blair Campbell men- mentioned Dawson Schultz in the game he had against Tampa mm-hmm. Bay. He could be an X factor. But, but Tony Pollard is a guy man. who would be taking over the league if he was yeah. over there with Shanahan. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Man, the Cowboys need to quit playing and let Pollard be the guy. But, man, I'm going Niners. Uh, you know, Pollard's the difference on the offense. If anybody's going to be the difference on defense, I think it could be uh, Micah Parsons, his ability to, to rush the passer, strip the fumble, you know, that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm going Niners, man. Give me your thoughts on this matchup, dude. I already know. I already right, know. Let me, let, me get you, let me get you fired up, Corey. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay, so anyone who, who knows – uh, who has taught with me a little bit about NFL, there, there's certain things that, whether right or wrong, I, I very much strongly believe in. And uh, it, it comes – so Brock Purdy, he's having this great season. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he's undefeated stepping in as a starter. He, he's the talk of the town. He, you know, well-deserved, right? He's, he's – I mean, for being, you know, the seventh-round last pick, you know, mm. he's been unbelievable. Uh, hmm. I, I'm concerned that – this could be where it comes down. I'm, I'm going to roll with Dallas here. Mm-hmm. I think Dallas, I'm actually going to take Dallas as the upset pick. And yeah. here's why. Like I said, I don't trust rookie quarterbacks in the playoffs. I just don't. Yeah. Um, I think I saw it last week, actually. Uh, he looked wild in those first three quarters, which is, again, to be expected for a rookie. Did, if, you, if you didn't watch that game and you look at his numbers, you'd be like, wow, he had a great day. Mm-hmm. I mean, not really. There were some throws he probably mm-hmm. was lucky to get away with. There was his accuracy was all over the place. Like yeah. the rookie things. I mean, this isn't. I, I don't mean to to slam Purdy. He, he's a rookie. Yeah. Now, I, one of the one of the things I want I want to bring up here, if you look at the Niners' schedule, or even more specifically, look at Purdy's, who is like he hasn't played anybody good. Dallas is going to be the first mm. like truly good all around team that they've played, and. I think the Niners, they have the defense to make it where maybe that still doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? But Dallas is going to be the highest-powered offense by far that they've gone against. And, you know, we said earlier, it isn't a quarterback be quarterback. But if what I wonder is if this game gets into a shootout, which is good as the Niners' defense is, Cowboys have been hot, man, and they just lit up the Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> if, if Dak plays like he did last week, I don't know if if you can ask Purdy to, like, Bring that back and win for him. That and that's my concern. And that's it's just a rookie quarterback thing, man. Um, I get in some. I guess for your sake, I'll give you. It's giving me some like 2004 Steelers vibes, a little bit. You know, Big Ben. <laughs> yeah. They almost get there, right? They get to the AFC Championship game, I think it was, and it you know after what 14 and two, 15 and one mm-hmm. regular season. It's no no rookie quarterback has ever even made it to the Super Bowl as a starter, let alone won it. Maybe Purdy's the guy, <laughs> and gosh, you know from the last show that Dallas isn't a team I was I wasn't exactly super confident on, but they showed me a lot last week, and I I think like you said with with Tony Pollard, and they got C.D. Lamb, and if Dak plays like he did last week, 
and they can put it on the Niners and make them go, okay, Purdy, like this is your show. Here we go. I just don't know if he can do it. Like last week was concerning for me. That game against Seattle should not have been. I thought it would be that close because of Purdy yeah. scaring me. Yeah, like and I said, he did. I don't. Yeah. I just don't know if he can get it. Kind of like what we talked about earlier with the Jags. I don't know if he can get away with those same mistakes against Dallas. Yeah. The the thing is, and that's that's what concerns me. The thing, and and, and anybody knows me, I don't believe in playing rookie quarterbacks at all. But the way it fell, he had to play. Like, yeah, Trey Lance yeah, gets hurt. They, they didn't have a choice. Yeah, Lance gets hurt. Garoppolo gets hurt. He's the guy. He's been phenomenal. Justin Herbert, like, he wasn't supposed to be starting. Supposed to be Tyrod Taylor, and he had the little issue that happened with the the, the <laughs> now, you know the whole wow. lung incident. Like, wow. Uh, but 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 then Herbert took off. Like if you blow a mm-hmm. mind, you blow a mind, and it's like, okay, you were ready. But I don't believe playing recordbacks at all. So Brock and, Purdy, that and that concerns me, man. Yeah. Especially that he's been in one shootout, one true yeah. shootout, and that was against the Raiders, and yeah. that wasn't. Yes, they put up a lot of points. He didn't have a great game. Yeah, I mean that was a lot of McCaffrey being McCaffrey, and that's what I mean. Maybe it still works because Shanahan's brilliant, and as long as Purdy can keep his cool, don't make mistakes, and get it to these guys that are. Probably going to be open because that's what Shanahan does. Mm-hmm. And hey, maybe it all works out. But if the Dallas is going to be the best defense he's played against, they can get after you. Micah Parsons is a baller, right? They mm-hmm. can get after him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I I know everyone. The Niners are favored as they should be. I mean, I said on this podcast, I don't think they really have any weaknesses. But this is a concern for me. Is is pretty much all I'm going to say. <laughs> that, that I think, and that's why I'm going to lean Cowboys. I just can't. It's a. It's my personal one of my personal beliefs, and kind of like you see, you got to stick with what you had originally. I got to stick with my belief. And Dude, rookie and, quarterbacks just ain't it in the playoffs for me. I'm, I'm rolling with Dallas here. And this is crazy. I'm glad you mentioned that because in our previous episode we talked about which team you're not fully sold on. You mentioned mm-hmm. Dallas, right? Dallas. Yep. And you also said San Francisco was the best team in the league, and here yep. we are. You're picking Dallas over the Niners, like. Playoffs are a different beast is oh, what it comes down boy. to. I think on paper, there's no reason the yeah. Niners shouldn't win this. Yeah. They should. But oh, wow. game's not played on paper. I, I just <laughs> I don't know, man. And maybe I just need to let it go. And I, I don't mean to, to sound like a Purdy hater because what he's doing is incredible. But the, there's so many years of track history of rookie quarterbacks in, in the playoffs just – it's it's tough. It's hard. Man. You get everything thrown at thrown against you because there's no reason to hold anything back. Mm-hmm. Dallas is going to throw everything at him that they have. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and can and, he sustain that? I don't know. And, and you know, I'm glad you said that, man, because my guy Blair, I also mentioned this. This is Dan Quinn going to Kyle Shanahan. Dan Quinn was the head coach while Kyle Shanahan was offensive coordinator together in Atlanta. Like, this is a, a chess match beyond. Like, mm-hmm. Quinn knows Shanahan. Shanahan knows Quinn. Like, this is going to be insane, dude. Like, this is going to be awesome just seeing these two coordinators go at it together. And, and, and man, they're both great at what they do on their side of the ball. And mm-hmm. I, I promise you, I'm calling it. Shanahan is going to go pump and go with Brandon Ayuk. And Trayvon Diggs is gonna look silly getting burnt just like he always does. Trayvon Diggs is not a good corner. He's a great playmaker. Like he knows how to play the ball and air and jump passes and jump routes. But I think that aggressiveness. He's just risky. He, he's you ri- and, and you and yeah. I don't I don't need a corner. Really but I don't need a corner that risky. I just need. He's got that Marcus Peters style of play yeah, where yeah. it's like he lives and die by like mm-hmm. going for that that pick. And so yeah, we'll see. 
In a playoff, sometimes you need a little bit of risk, though, man. You, you do, but you can't <laughs> we'll live. But, like, I'm going Niners, as you all know. Like, you heard it here. Watch that stop and go and, and watch Shanahan and Purdy burn Trevon Diggs. Specifically, Diggs. Like, nobody <laughs> else Diggs. So, uh, we're going – me and Chris, we're, we're somewhere close. Like, we were three, three or four, yeah. almost at the same picks. But I, 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 in our previous conversations, I knew when, when it came down to this and his – you don't trust rookie QBs. I don't trust rookie QBs throughout the season. But if you show me, yeah. if you show me in the season, I'll become a believer. And Purdy in that offense with that talent, yep. I think this is going to be interesting. Now I'll say no, this: that, this very, this very much could just be me being stubborn. Yeah. And Purdy yeah. has looked great, and yeah. I'm just stubborn. I can acknowledge that I'm stubborn, yeah. but uh, we'll see what happens. And <laughs> in, in, in closing, what both teams want to do is run the ball. Yep. Dallas want to run with That's going to be the Zeke big thing. Yep. Niners, yeah. we know. We know Shanahan. We and know. Dallas, interestingly enough, they've been good against the run overall. Their issue has been explosive runs. And, well, that just so happens to be what the Niners' kind of specialty is, right? Mm-hmm. That's yep. going to be if, – if the Niners get ahead early, I don't think it's going to be close. Uh, I think this is going to be really big on – like Dallas needs to get on them. Yeah. In my opinion. Like I said, get it in Purdy's hands early and make make him beat you. I think that's how Dallas wins. That's that's the that's the game for both sides. If they can force the quarterback to in the offense to be one dimensional passing, oh boy, the the other team can just lick their chops in the pass rush. But Niners, Dallas, I'm going Niners. He's going Cowboys. We both got the Bengals. Surprisingly, I just knew he was going Buffalo. But anyways, <laughs> but, uh, that's that segment two for us. We'll close with. Uh, an interesting take on some of the opening coaching spots in the NFL when we return. Care Animal Center is a local business partner of The Sweet Spot with Corey Bradley. Their goal has always been to assemble a team that is dedicated to providing quality veterinary services for their clients' pets. Care Animal Center offers surgical, dental, medical, and pet wellness programs for that furry member of the family. Their website is careanimal.net. Care Animal Center, 3454 West Main Street in Dothan. 334-794-6333. Many of us spend more time thinking about what's for dinner than thinking about retirement. But if you think your retirement deserves more attention, I can help. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Greg Wakefield. Stop by our office at 5630 West Main Street in Dothan. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Welcome back to The Sweet Spot as we close this episode with uh, interesting conversation about some of the coaching vacancies in the NFL right now. Chris, man, give me we there's five opening head coaching positions right now. Mm-hmm. Give me your five. Who do you have one? Why do you have them as one? And maybe which franchise you struggle with or which pick, which which spot you struggle with the most in this segment. All right, so I'm, I'm going to go five to one. So uh, number five, uh, five vacancies, number five is the least desirable designation to me, uh, Arizona Cardinals. Mm. A lot of it is the, the mess with the front office concerns me, and maybe I'm falling into the, the media bait a little bit here, but just – I mean, we, we talked about it before in the show. Kyler Murray having to sign that clause in his contract about yeah. film watch. Dude, that stuff's that's, – that's some major red mm, flags, man. Mm. That's some major red flags. In theory, they should be a desirable place. I mean, they got a quarterback who's shown to be good. But that – they I mean, they shoot, and they made the playoffs last year. But I don't know. That, that worries me. Uh, 
Kingsbury had just gotten extended, I think, in the offseason, right? He's And he gets fired. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It's yeah. something, I just get bad. I'm getting a bad feeling about mm-hmm. <laughs> And that, that concerns me a little bit. And I think if you're a new coach coming in, that Murray might scare you a little bit. Uh, number four, kind of similar reasons. You'll probably see a, a track record a little bit here. Uh, Houston Texans, mm-hmm. similar reason. Uh, front office just seems like it's <laughs> a, a mess right now. Uh, hmm. I'm not even sure if Nick Casario and their GM. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of rumors that he might not even be safe. Mm, wow. And at the least, he's on the hot seat, right? I mean, he's fired two head coaches have been fired two years straight. And so you, you bring in another guy, you're going to be the third guy tasked to come in and try and salvage whatever mess they got going on. And then if it's not good, are you going to lose your GM? No, you don't want to go through that as a head coach, you know, because he gets fired the next year. They they have a lot of work they need to do. The only thing that's enticing about it is obviously the the, the top two pick, right? So if you bring in a guy and you can go hopefully get whatever quarterback, whatever you want to do, that's valuable. But I don't know, Houston scares me. Uh, anywhere you got two head coaches in two years, that <laughs> that's alarming as a new coach. I think number three, Denver Broncos. Um, it's crazy how much a year can change your perception, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a year ago, I think getting to be a new head coach for Russell Wilson would be very exciting. Now, uh, there's a lot of questions there. You know, I, I don't know. Was this a fluke year? Was it a lot of Russell? Was it a lot of you know the the play calling? I, I don't know. Um, it it does raise question <laughs> marks though. And the thing is, compared to somewhere like uh, some of these other teams, I'm getting to you know that with Carolina or Indy, uh, they don't have their choice of quarterback. They're locked in with Russell. I mean, they yeah. they traded all that stuff for him. I mean, they're locked in. So that's kind of the the, the risk reward there is if he if it wasn't a fluke and Russell has actually just hit that where he's fallen off, well, good luck because you're stuck. So I think that adds a little bit of concern, and also not to mention they're in a brutal division, and I think that's yeah, pretty huge. scary too that's as a new huge. coach coming in. Uh, you're measured by success as a coach by wins, and it's going to be tough to get a lot of wins in that division in that conference. So that scares me. Uh, number two, I have us. I have the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I I would actually like to place us higher, but a lot of the, the this uh, this last season has soured me <laughs> a lot on what's going on with you know Frank Reich gets fired, Jeff Saturday gets brought in, we go under a historically bad run to end the season. Like well, we looked. Absolutely pitiful. But I have us at number two because I think there's a lot of things to like. Uh, we're picking number four. You're going to come in, assuming, let's say you're an offensive coach, you're going to come in, you're probably going to get your guy at quarterback. Uh, Chris Ballard has straight up said he is willing to trade up to number one if they feel like they have a guy, you know. So in theory, you come in and get you get what you want. You're still in the AFC, yes, but you're in the AFC South. It's not – as brutal as the Broncos. Yeah. There's yeah. a little bit more leeway there, right? Yep. Yep. In, in theory, you know, I, I don't know how Tennessee's going to look next year. The Jags are starting to kind of break out a little bit, but it's still, I mean, you're not with the chiefs and that's a blessing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then number one, Carolina. Um, and I, I got to say a, a little bit of this comes from a talk we had before the show. Uh, man, if they, <laughs> if they go and get someone like Derek Carr or someone like that, I, I mean, I don't think that team's, that I got it. They can make it work. Like I like their receivers. They've got, they haven't really figured out quarterback and that's kind of been there, you know, with Baker Mayfield, they went and got drafted Matt Corral. 
don't even know if he's yeah he was hurt so he hadn't even really played so we'll mm-hmm. see how he does all that said they're still picking top 10 i mean they have some leeway too with what they want to do but a big part of it uh part of it for me uh kind of similar with the others is that division the nfc is winnable man very 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 winnable yeah, it definitely is and that division in particular is very 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 winnable i mean the bucks won it and they weren't that great of a team and so i think mm-hmm. like i said Success is measured by wins as a head coach, especially nowadays. You don't have a lot of time. Like you're getting fired. If you don't if you don't oh, get yeah. that team looking good in like a yeah. year or two, you're you're out. Yeah, NFL doesn't play. They'll fire. And you so you're time. looking for quick success. I think Carolina's the best chance to have that. Yeah. Uh, the, the the weak division, they're picking top ten. Like I said, go get Derek Carr, man. But uh I just think if you're a new head coach and you're looking for the best place, all right, I'm gonna go uh let's get some wins, have some success and kind of lock in their their place you know don't have to worry about being on a high seat i think carolina is the best chance to do that but that's my top five man i think mm. carolina is number one well, mm. what about you what do you think mm, man real quick it's tough, man. real quick like this is something i've been going back and forth on order and and one thing i kind of had a criteria on how i would do my order uh something mm. i picked up from cowherd is you know talking about new head coaches and franchises that's looking for a new head coach do they have a QB in place? Like I think that's the most important thing. That's why college head coaches that come to the league, they're hoping. Do they have? Do I do I have their franchise QB? Like Matt Rule is trying to get that mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson guy because he knows how important. If you don't have that QB in place, then you're already behind half the league. So QB number one, defense number two, and number three was the division. You talked about that 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 the Denver playing mm-hmm. Kansas City twice and being in such a tough division. Uh, so so when I looked at it. I look at the QBs. Denver's in the best QB position. They have Russell Wilson. That's my guy. I'm still riding with him. I think it was just a fluke gear with Nathaniel Hackett. Mm-hmm. This is why you don't hire a coach to hope, hopefully get somebody. Like, they hired Nathaniel Hackett. I said this from day one. You remember me saying this. Rogers, I, they yeah. hired Hackett <laughs> just to get Aaron Rodgers, and they didn't get him. You hire a head coach because he's ready. And if This they is get, also a little bit of the uh, Adam Gase scenario, right, where it's like, how good is he really? He's yeah, coaching under Aaron Rodgers, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> Adam and, and, Gase with Peyton Manning. <laughs> exactly, and, and he's under Matt LaFleur. Like, you don't know. Like, Denver, best QB position. We don't know Carolinas. We don't know Houston's. Indianapolis in a good position. I got them number three as far as the QB scenario. Defense, defense. I went back one, one and two. Indianapolis, Denver. You can toss up either one. I'm cool with both of them. Denver, Denver gave up. There was ten games where Denver allowed less than twenty points. Think about that. And that was that was with being put That's, in bad spots. Often I mean, too. all game, <laughs> ten games where they gave up less than twenty, and and one that gave up more than twenty was twenty two to the Raiders. They lost in overtime. So Denver, hey, Indianapolis, is a hot candidate, man. Man, defensive coordinator over there, dude. You you're right. You're right about that. So Denver, Indianapolis. I had I had Indianapolis one and two. Uh, for the best defense and then division, Carolina is easy defense. You mentioned that Denver has the toughest. We talked about that. But when I look at the coaching rankings, Houston's number five. They just don't have a QB. We don't know. Their defense needs some work. Their division's in the middle of the pack. Jacksonville's coming. Tennessee's there. The Colts are going to be back. Houston's worse. Four, I got Carolina, man. You had it number one. This was kind of interesting. Um, and 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 because I had them as the most appealing as far as division goes. I had middle middle pack number three is defense. And that's where goes. a lot of my stock went. So. Yeah, yeah, and and that's important. That's important because you play in Atlanta and New Orleans and Tampa Bay twice a year, especially if Brady don't come back. But I don't know their QB situation. Like it's hard to put stock mm-hmm. in something that you don't know what they're going to do at that QB spot. So that's I fair. got I got Carolina four. I got Arizona at three just because what I just said QB. We know Kyler if he's healthy he can play. 
Kyler had, had got Arizona's second best spot as far as QB goes. Uh, so I have Arizona three. They do have one of the best receivers in the game, DeAndre Hopkins. I like their defense a lot. If they can stay healthy with Byron Murphy and, and Buda Baker uh-huh. and Zayvon Collins, Isaiah Simmons. I like I, I like Arizona. They're right there in the middle. So Houston's five, Carolina four, Arizona's three, Indianapolis number two. And this is something I went back and forth as well because the defense is, is their defense is on paper. And, you know, Shaquille Leonard wasn't out there. So we don't know. We know how great this defense can become, especially if he's out there. So mm-hmm. they play in a dome, turf. Defense is going to be great. And if, as long as they can stay healthy. And they're in a division that's winnable. It's the second most appealing division out of all of them, right behind Carolina, that AFC North. Mm-hmm. No, AFC South. I always want to do that. AFC South division. Uh, but So I had the Colts number two as appealing. And, and if I was looking for a head coaching opportunity, the Colts would be in a good spot. But we don't know what they're going to do at quarterback. And that could be a rebuilding year. If they don't a rebuild in two, three years, we don't know if they don't get the right guy. So I got number one is Denver, which was – like I said, Denver being number one was mainly because Russell's number one. I had that Denver defense that's flip that could flip flop with Indianapolis as one and two. They do play in the toughest division, playing Kansas City twice, playing Herbert and the Chargers twice. The Raiders aren't as tough anymore because we don't know what their quarterback situation is. We don't know what they're going to do. Like they had a solid QB, but we definitely don't know what their move is going to be. So the Raiders don't. The grass isn't always much. greener. It's not, dude. So. <laughs> When you kind of look at it, I'm I'm casting it as a fluke year with Denver and Russell, and it's a bad situation. He's not as bad as people try to write him off to be. Sean mm-hmm. Payton, if Sean Payton goes to Denver, oh gosh, oh my gosh, <laughs> okay. And you know how? Remember that New Orleans for years. Remember talking about New Orleans, Sean Payton and Russell Wilson make be a destination. He, yeah, this could be it. If I'm Sean Payton, that's where I want to go is Denver because Kansas City, they're good, but I got Russell and I'm an offensive genius. And their defense is going to keep us in every game. Denver's my spot. No, I I think that's fair, man. I think Denver. I, I didn't answer this in my. I think Denver was the hardest for me to pick. Yeah, and I think a lot of that is coming down to trying to trying to gauge where Russell Wilson is. Mm-hmm. Basically, um, I'm not surprised by you. I, I know Russell's. Yeah. Well, shoot, I like yeah. Russell a lot too. Yeah. I, I'm. He's like you're higher on him than even I ever was, but I, I do like Russell. But this season, I don't know, man. It, I, I guess I'm just trying to look at it from the perspective of a new – like there's there's question marks, I guess, is, is all it is. It is. It but is. I, I, it's, it is hard to argue against them being number – I mean, like you said, that defense, man, and they got mm-hmm. weapons no offensively. Weapons. I mean, they – it makes sense. But you got to be dang good to win in that division, in that conference. You and do. That's, you do. that's it, a tough ask for a new head coach. It is. It is. <laughs> but their defense keeps them. That defense gives them yep. that opportunity because they keep them in every game. And if you think about some of Mahomes' worst games, Denver usually – Denver, yeah. Denver's about been – and us, ironically, yeah. have been some of the only defenses yeah. that consistently play play them well. Like They, they lost yeah. to the Chiefs by three in Kansas City. Lost at home by six to Kansas City. So this is the, this is the year Denver had five and twelve. They lost two games to Kansas City by a total of nine points. So yep. it's not as far the off. The Sean as Payton we're thing is a, is a good point. Too. If he goes yeah. there, uh, oof. He and he has experience with the the smaller quarterbacks, it, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah, Breeze and now Russell Wilson. If that's what it be like, 
they beat the Chargers. I'm looking at schedule now. They beat the Chargers. In the other game, they lost the Chargers. They lost in overtime. So we're, we're, we're looking at how bad Denver was, but not realizing how close they really are against the best two teams in that division. They went 1-1 one one with the Chargers, lost by a total of nine points against Kansas City in the two games. Man, I'm, I'm riding with it, man, and, and I think a lot of it is because of the defense and because Russell Wilson's at quarterback. So you heard it from me. Denver is my most ap- appealing spot as far as any head coach that's looking for an opportunity right now. And, and, and Chris, man, Carolina, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked at all because if they do get that QB right, they have the best situation when it comes to division. Their defense isn't bad at all. They're they're just right behind Indianapolis and Denver, I believe, as far as talent goes. But yeah, man, uh, do I love? I think that. this also goes it. to show how how many question marks there. I mean, this this is a tough. Whenever I asked you this, mm-hmm. this, is a, this is a tough. It's a tough list to rank. That's a good one, man. <laughs> that was a good one. I promise you, like, you asked that question. I was like, man, let me think on that. And it took me, it took, it's been about a week. Like, I thought about it heavily over this last day or two. And, and I was like, man, this is harder than I thought. But, yeah, man, uh, I love you. I love your list. And we both had Indianapolis number two, which is pretty cool. Uh, yeah. And yeah. so, and it makes perfect sense, man. So, dude, my guy Chris, man, I always appreciate you coming through the sweet spot. You know, we'll pick it up here again soon as it's playoff football. And next week will be conference championships. And there's always NFL news and, and moves being always. made every day. Players and coaches and a lot of rumors. So, guys, stay tuned. Me and Chris will be back to do it again and uh, bring you always this very insightful and informative content, as we always do. Chris, dude, appreciate you always swinging through the sweet spot, bro. I appreciate you having me, man. This is fun. Let's go, man. I'm excited for the games. And as I always say, there's nothing better than being in the sweet spot.